Yoga is not a religion. It is a science. Science of well-being, science of youthfulness, science of integrating body, mind and soul. This is going to be the most flexible yet value-loaded episode of Glitters of Life, the motivational podcast. Because today we have with us Chief Wellness Officer of Bodhi Tree Movement and a yoga practitioner, Mrs. Gayatri Balleri, to share her insight on why yoga is important in one's life and her insight will surely motivate or inspire you on various aspects of life. So let's tune into the episode and get rolling. Welcome on the show Gayatri. Pleasure to host you. Thank you Rohit, it's pleasure's mine. Thank you so much. Uh, so to begin with, uh, I would like to like uh, know that tell us about you and your instant connection with yoga. Like when did you start or how did you find passion for yoga? Okay. So what I feel is Rohit rather than I finding yoga, perhaps I feel that uh, you know yoga found me. Okay. So it is precisely like two years back. Uh, I was into a corporate job. In fact, I worked oh. uh, in the corporate. Uh, com- I mean, industry for like twelve years. Uh, I worked with a couple of companies in the human resource department. But then, uh, yeah. So in the twelve years, you know, like the same kind of stuff. The work was too monotonous and nothing exciting. So probably that was like one of the trigger points wherein I, uh, you know, I felt that I need to get out of this whole uh, circus, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, and do and do something which I really like, and perhaps like okay. that's how I, I, you know, like the yoga happened, and uh, I uh, happened to go to Rishikesh to do my teachers training. Very I found nice. some amazing, amazing teachers there, and uh, okay. I did my teachers training. Okay. Uh, and after that, yeah, it's it's something which I really enjoy doing right now, and uh, it has helped me at a you know at a personal level a lot. Great. So this yeah. is yeah, this is really interesting. Really great to know your journey so far. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So moving ahead, like uh, you are attached to one of the most important aspect of life, that is health. Mm-hmm. How do mm-hmm. we find that willingness or passion to keep our health in a great condition? Okay, I I can really understand this question because uh, I I know a lot of people who start something, especially when it comes to fitness or health, but mm. then the continuity does not always remain, right? But uh, yeah. I I I think there is no uh, mantra as such, but then I think everybody should believe that you know this body is like a temple, okay, and you need to keep yeah. it always clean, purified, so that. If you if you kind of take care of it right now, it probably goes a really a long way because these days, as we all know, we are living in an environment which is like completely mm-hmm. polluted in terms of you know the, the, there's so much of things going around us and um, you know a lot of occupational diseases and uh, stress, depression, tension, a lot of things. So it's very important mm-hmm. that a person has to. Really, you know, put some efforts. Uh, perhaps, like you know, at least 30 minutes a day to keep himself or herself really right. fit. Do some form of an activity. Perhaps you know, because yoga is a holistic way of uh, really doing it. Because you know, you don't mm-hmm. need anything. You don't need any equipment. You don't need to go anywhere. Like you just need right. a mat right yeah. over at your place. You can do yoga. 
right so exactly. i think it's a little push that is needed but then always there are external helps like teachers like us who you know if you are associated with any kind of teacher then mm. they keep pushing you to uh, yeah. you know continuously follow a routine and uh, you know be in, be in that uh, rhythm actually mm-hmm. rightly said and willingness is something that should come from within it shouldn't be forced so it's exactly it's yeah really yeah. true That's and true. you yeah you mentioned that you believe in spirituality over religion in what way one should be spiritual if we consider western culture they don't practice spirituality as much as we indians do so i would like to know your view about this okay so interestingly you know growing up since my childhood like my family has been mm-hmm. uh, quite religious Okay. Okay. But then I have been always like an odd odd man out from there. So I have never believed in following any kind of rituals or customs, you know. So probably that is one of the reason why I have kind of moved into the spirituality. What I feel okay. is that religion is a set of, you know, like uh procedures or customs uh, that you need to follow it kind of forces you to do something right yes. but spirituality is not like that you can choose your own thing it does not force you to do anything it's yeah. out of your willingness and and it kind of opens up a really different dimension um to the entire universe to the people that you look at you know to the whole thought process it, it brings a different dimension all together exactly and uh, it's very easy to follow like you know you, you just need to be like a good person a good human being mm-hmm. do your best whatever you can yeah. uh, you know uh, and that's that's what it is all about yeah nice like it's a very different view you have put in here and i agree to it like spirituality can be practiced in different form unlike religion so it's yeah. really true you don't have to follow a particular you know exactly. god right like yeah. you don't have to do the probably the funniest way you don't have to really sit in front of a god exactly. and do puja for like those hours that some people usually do everybody yeah. has their own choice uh, yes. for me yeah for me i choose spirituality over religion yeah it can be differed on uh, mindset approach there are many reasons to name like yes yes so moving ahead like uh, yoga it's india's pride what should be one's inspiring or motivating factor to practice yoga other than its physical attributes or benefits okay so interestingly yoga was born in india okay and then somehow uh, you know it it always happens right something which does not uh, something which comes from the western side is very fascinating to us exactly. correct so when True. we had it we never realized the benefits of it yeah, yeah. but now because it is popularized so much in the western countries we have tried to adopt this now which <laughs> which really belongs to us you know that's that's quite funny but thanks to uh, narendra modi ji you know who has yeah, kind exactly. of started this international yoga day and a lot of awareness has been created now mm-hmm. and uh, what inspires or motivates to practice yoga is what lot of people believe that yoga is mostly asanas or the poses that one does yeah. but uh, yoga for me yoga necessarily means that it is a way of life mm-hmm. you know from the moment you get up till the time you sleep you know everything is okay. yoga the way you talk the way you conduct yourself uh, the way you yeah. breathe you know what you eat so what you okay. think everything is yoga so apart from the physical benefits of yoga of course it has amazing benefits uh you know it it really cures any kind of ailments if you really practice uh, yoga in a certain way but apart right. from that it 
it really has uh, you know it 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 should be part of the parcel of your mm-hmm. life yeah that means like we should always look beyond than what we see so it's in a way is really helpful that it offers lot of things to us yes yes definitely okay. right and i would like to know like uh, what is the right age to introduce yoga in kids okay so uh, i i what i believe is that uh, an early age of 4 to 5 years is really wonderful okay. because uh, these days as we see that you know kids have become more hyperactive and exactly. uh, you know yeah and uh, you know lo- loss of concentration focus because there's so many other things which are around you know which kind of it's too disturbing for them So when you kind of introduce yoga at a very young age uh, perhaps breathing meditation you know it really helps them to focus uh, you know calm them down and uh, of course physically also it helps them to increase their stamina immune system and everything yeah. so 4 to 5 is really good my son is 6 year old okay. and uh, he yeah he of course like you know he sees me and he also tries to do few things which he can and really especially especially like to give you an example he was a little hyperactive but i ensure that he does a little bit of meditation in the evenings okay. chants gayatri mantra for some time and okay. chants the om no chants om so yeah. it really really i've seen that kind of progress in him so that's from my personal experience and i think yeah, uh, yeah i think one should uh, probably introduce yoga at a much earlier age especially schools and all you know that's where you can inculcate yeah. it yeah and you rightly pointed pointed out that uh, kids are really hyperactive like yeah, if you consider my example like my niece is also hyperactive like uh, while having lunch or dinner she moves here and there so lack of concentration is lacking these days and these generation lacks in playing field games too like it might get covered in school itself but there should be something beyond school and it's perfect way to introduce them to yoga so yeah, really sir. nice <laughs> you can make your uh, niece practice yoga you know start with like 5 minutes a day and see yeah, the yeah, yeah. i would surely <laughs> like to bring this thing in light and like uh, how one can introduce yoga and wellness in corporates schools and other institutions see it's all about creating the awareness right so mm-hmm. many people are not aware of the benefits of yoga right now so yeah. uh, perhaps uh, uh, you know like like me uh, or people like us you know who are in this kind of uh, uh, you know fraternity should yeah. really come forward and uh, try to introduce things like this to corporate schools or other institutions so yeah. we are running a wellness company uh, mm-hmm. called bodhi tree you know so what okay. we do is that is like the major uh, the reason why we have started something like this so mm-hmm. we try to or what we are doing is we have uh, we tie up to different corporates okay. schools colleges and other institutions mm-hmm. and uh, provide all these wellness activities to these you know institutions so okay. that you are creating awareness to a larger crowd because if you are trying yeah. to approach individual it doesn't happen you know that exactly. easily so here right. you have a huge crowd a large crowd and then uh, it's very easy to kind of propagate these things uh, mm-hmm. and uh, perhaps you know create awareness yeah and this can be real stress buster like many large companies yeah. are now focusing on this part so it's yeah, good yeah. news for everyone who is part of that organization institution it can yeah. really help them thanks right. right so moving ahead like there was time in india where lot of options came for healthy life 
like it's a really big thing like wheatgrass juice or powder alkali water the honey lemon water aloe vera juice and the list goes on like now we have got patanjali biscuits <laughs> recent trend is dikshit diet plan with uh-huh. due respect to all these how do you see them in comparison to yoga which is pure and bestest form of exercise though all of the above mentioned are needed to be consumed externally okay so uh, what i feel is that all, all this is a marketing gimmick honestly okay uh, yeah so what happens is uh, these are flex fats you know like you say now dikshit diet then there is yeah, this keto yeah. diet keto diet and then yeah. there is uh, you know something else which comes up every time right because yeah. uh, people are become much unhealthier they are into all this fast food eating zone and uh, the sleep habits are really not good Yeah. because of because of which they need something external all the time they're looking for something external all the time and that's how i feel all these companies try to kind of leverage out of uh, people like us who are not into a very good uh, lifestyle or healthy lifestyle of course you know few few things make sense like if you say okay. honey lemon water yeah honey has its own benefits like yeah, lemon yeah. is vitamin c mm-hmm. aloe vera has its benefit benefits okay yeah. but then uh, along with all these things what i feel is uh, as i said uh, in in the initial discussion yoga is about what you eat also right so when you are practicing yoga on a regular basis you will also ensure that you follow a proper clean yogic diet okay wherein wherein you are actually watching what is in your plate so uh, there are different kinds of food you know there there is this tamasic uh, food sattvic food yes. uh yeah so somebody who actually practices yoga will always try to eat sattvic food will avoid unnecessary you know junk oily and other stuff so when you're practicing yoga your food habits are you know already covered and uh, you really don't have to bother about following any other diet and stuff you just have to follow a normal uh, you know the ghar ka khana you know whatever exactly. whatever you cook at home eat that food dal chawal roti you know that all suffices instead of following right. some fad diets i recommend to all my students or who whoever asked me about this what i recommend them is eat whatever you cook at home mm-hmm. you know simple Even the food. home recipes are uh, changing so fast like uh... Uh, we don't used to prefer to go to hotel so the recipes are made out in home kitchen itself so mm-hmm. we should always prefer that sattvic diet you pointed it right and yes. indians adapt to trends so fast like it was really so fast yeah 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 we always like the western culture right so what we have done is perhaps uh, what is we are not adopting what is good we are adopting what mm-hmm. is not good for us <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah, but things will change. I'm sure with the you know with people having more yeah, awareness. Yeah, and uh, those people who want to follow, they always follow. So it's just an kind of excuse, I would like to say. So yeah, yeah it was really important that you shared your insight on this or uh, learning point. I might say, really good. So moving ahead, like, would you please describe your day in a brief about how do you feel? post yoga session so that it inspires or motivate people to take yoga in their life okay so interestingly i'll just share an incident with you uh, uh, about last night about yesterday okay so oh, recent example i i was yeah i was really feeling down with the, a slight cold or sinus okay and okay. i just had a terrible headache perhaps okay. it was was the weather or i was yeah. traveling a lot in the sun and stuff like that 
and i i just couldn't move and i decided okay i'm not going to do any work i had some okay. things to do but then i just got off from uh, what i was doing and i did like 15 minutes of yoga okay oh. and uh, surprisingly i mean it was completely magical that uh, it was complete transformation that i i don't know it was like funny or it's magical or whatever is power of yoga but then my headache was like substantially reduced i was feeling full of energy and uh, i was back on my laptop doing my stuff for next two hours <laughs> and this morning i was like all well you know so that's yeah. that's the magic of yoga so after my early morning sessions that i have either i practice or after my sessions that i do with my students mm-hmm. both my students and me you know we really feel uh, energetic uh, full of life and we are ready for the you know entire day Okay. so it doesn't happen that uh, you know okay abhi office jana we have to go to work uh-huh. or we we are we are not uh, you know thinking about because we are quite lively right. that way post the yoga session and it's quite rejuvenating yeah inspiring like every day might be a energetic day for you oh yeah <laughs> everyone would want that so one condition practice yoga every day yes that yeah that's the highlight point <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh let's move ahead like please elaborate on human emotions and relationship correlating yoga with help of any example you would like to give okay that's an interesting question yeah so uh so what i have observed is that our emotions uh mm. have a lot of effect on our relationships right okay. so how you feel right now or how you feel today is the kind of thing that you will kind of spill on over your relationships it can be anything your spouse your friends your co-workers so that's how it is but then with yoga what i feel is you you can control or you can uh, really uh, know how to kind of respond to your emotions like for example if if i am not feeling good or if i'm sad about something okay i okay. i will not so my sadness or my uh, not feeling good kind of a thing will not spill over my relationships because mm-hmm. i have a control over my breath and having a control right. over my breath means i have a control over my emotions so yeah true. so i i might be sulking or i might not be having a great day but then those things will not reflect on my relationship i'll be still good to all the people okay. that i meet and i'll not let effect that effect my relationships you know that's how yoga really helps so in yoga okay. breathing breathing there are a lot of breathing techniques how you breathe mm-hmm. is really really important so yeah. when you practice uh, pranayam or when you practice meditation it really helps okay. you uh, control your uh, breath okay. and uh, controlling breathing is like you know you have control over most of the things in your life <laughs> exactly nice very noble thought on this like it will really so everybody should breathe people don't breathe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean they don't don't breathe to their full capacity you know like we use only 10% of our lungs uh yeah, yeah so even uh, it depends on our sitting posture too like uh, if you stand like uh, if you sit right it will really mm-hmm. help and to breathe really good yes yes of course so like yes. interestingly when i when i go i it has been a habit now so whenever i visit even a restaurant I have mm-hmm. this habit of sitting in a in like half padmasan or half lotus okay. and uh, with my spine really you know like comfortably straight that's how I think everybody should sit uh, yeah. because a lot of people slouch or you know so when your spine is not straight it's not erect that's the major cause of a lot of problems I rectified my posture right now <laughs> <laughs> that's good 
<laughs> yeah, you need constant reminders, right? Exactly. Like we all need them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very nicely explained. This might really help and bring some change. Okay. Sure. Moving ahead, like uh, young generations increasing tilt towards social media usage is on rise. You being mother and a health teacher, what message you would like to give to everyone? Okay, so uh, it's not only younger generation, Rohit, but then I guess all of us, right? We are kind of glued to social media. Yeah. So anything that happens in our daily life, we have to post it, Instagram, Mm -hmm. WhatsApp, or whatever it is. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a good thing because in a way it is exactly. good thing if it is used properly because then we yeah. are trying to connect as like like for example whatever we are doing right now we are trying to connect to a lot of people uh, to kind of uh, give more education awareness yes. about yoga and the benefits value. of it. Yeah, yeah we create but, our brand. We are putting values. Yeah, exactly. So I feel social media is like uh, a nuclear bomb. uh mm-hmm. you know you use it in a proper way like you know you have it in your backyard and the enemies would not attack you but then okay. you you know you launch this missile and it is it falls in the wrong hands then you know what kind of disaster it can happen exactly. right so as parents i feel that uh, at a very young age children have uh, children need to be kind of uh, uh, made understand or realize the you know the ill effects the benefits of whatever we are doing not only social media anything for that matter okay. so it's in our it's in our hands right like what we want to kind of impart to our kids of course they spend a lot of time with their friends and outside community but then as they say you know the first first teacher is a parent or a mother or a father so i think it's in our hands to kind of uh, uh, put yeah. this thing to practice with our kids and make them aware about you know aware with example actually mm-hmm. so i that's what i do i like my son used to uh, not social media but he used to love drinking those uh, packet or canned juices okay okay so i actually made him see a video wherein uh, there were some health concerns where where a small kid ha- used to have a lot yeah. of packet drinks and then he he got some kind of a disease or whatever I, I made him actually show that and told him like you know this is how it is going to be and you won't believe he stopped drinking all that. Good. So, so you kind of give them an example and make them understand. Uh, whatever you can from your end, you have to do. The rest, you know, you you Seriously. can't help much, right? And kids are getting cranky these days, so it's really difficult. Like uh, if we consider our kind of example, we were really uh, quite. <laughs> children yeah, things so, have changed grandmothers are complaining lot these days <laughs> okay and moving ahead like uh, yoga being very old practice and few years back we got special day to celebrate it internationally do you think it was suppressed whereas people adopted gym workout with more ease uh i guess yes it was suppressed uh but now because of uh, the awareness that has been created lot of people are le- learning yoga and teaching yoga now so uh, there is a lot of awareness among people but then uh, in 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 times which were i guess like 5 years back gym was very popular exactly and that was and that was the only thing i guess you know i'm i'm sure like we like even i used to hit the gym all the time but now yeah. if you ask me to go to the gym I, i will not step into the gym because i find outdoors more better but it's not only about yoga but there's so many things that have come you know uh gym is not the only thing now 
so yeah there is a lot of awareness among people i would like really like to mention like all these marathons that are happening and a okay. uh, lot of fitness events and activities that are happening around has yeah. uh, created mass awareness among people uh, you know the benefits of uh, having a healthier and fitter life uh, okay so yeah people are getting into that zone now it's not only the younger generation or the middle aged people in fact a lot of older people if you have seen yeah. they run they run marathons and that's like so amazing to see them coming out there in the crowd and really enjoying and taking care of their uh, you know health so in a way i think we are really moving forward and progressing it only needs a lot of consistency and uh, uh, people like us you know should really come forward and uh, spread awareness as much as we can mm-hmm. exactly and there is a change like uh, even my father started to practice yoga recently from 5 to 6 months so uh-huh. i can see the change is evident like and when someone learns the asanas they can practice it at their convenient place which is a good thing again yeah yeah certainly i think you also should start if your father has <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he is forcing me but let's see when do i start i might start like soon <laughs> post i release this episode <laughs> oh sure you have to <laughs> <laughs> surely i will like yeah. and uh, there is one kind of thing like in yoga sun salutation so can mm-hmm. you just explain the purpose of sun salutation in yoga yeah so uh, surya namaskara or sun salutations it is uh, so there are like this 12 poses which you okay. uh, you know do in continuity with connection with the breath and the poses that you hold so uh, this is interesting uh, like theory a lot of things actually which uh, y- you know you hear about or you read about so i was reading something and i i just got to know that uh, surya namaskara was when uh, if you have if you have heard about the story where you know hanuman was taking lessons from uh, surya yeah. bhagwan right yes, yes. and he was following him wherever he went Mm-hmm. so uh, he he was going in a certain direction uh, with the surya and then uh, posed that you know he had to give the uh, guru dakshina okay. so surya did not want anything from him but then he kind of gave a surya namaskar to uh, the surya bhagwan so yeah. you know like mythology or history says that mm-hmm. it has kind of come from there as well uh, but then for uh, from a yogic perspective surya namaskar is about those well poses wherein you bow down to the sun so sun is a source of energy yeah. and uh, while you do do surya namaskara you are kind of you know uh, getting the energy from the sun and yeah. it has a lot of uh, benefits you know like even if you want to start practicing yoga you can actually start with surya namaskar okay you you just do like start with five rounds of surya namaskar increase it to like nine rounds and then you know so and and so forth so it it's really good for your uh, entire body it's if you you know really want to do it for fitness it's really great it improves your blood circulation and uh, it's very good for your heart for your lungs because what okay. you're doing is you're breathing while you are doing those poses right so right. you are like pumping in a lot of oxygen and uh, you're releasing the carbon dioxide out and uh, it's great for the flexibility of your muscles your spine so yeah and if somebody wants to lose weight and uh, if you want to you know improve your digestion for concentration okay. like surya namaskar is the best you know is a is the go to okay. thing for if you don't know any other asanas just practice surya namaskar every day for like yeah. 10 15 minutes and you are like completely covered 
okay everything has got some meaning so we must look beyond as yeah. said earlier Yeah, we have to look beyond. Yeah, yeah. We only look like, at a very surface level, right? Oh. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Like everybody, like everything for that matter. We look at a very surface level. We never try to like dig deep into it. Because uh, what happens, like we don't have that expertise. We just practice it as uh, told, yeah. as said. So, it's yeah. really important that we should always learn while practicing. Yeah. Nice. So it's like when even when you are doing any kind of yoga practice or surya namaskara you need to kind of really observe your body observe your breath yeah. you know like every pose that you take probably if you are doing a ashwasanchanasana or a horse riding okay. pose so you are in a particular pose so you need to like really close your eyes take a breath and feel how your body is feeling you know which part of your body is feeling what so okay. that's how you kind of really realize and you connect with your breath and you connect with your body okay nice nice and like uh, what is so sacred about the number 108 in yoga uh not only yoga i feel okay. rohit but uh, yeah. 108 is something which uh, has spiritual been practice. yeah spiritual in fact hinduism buddhism okay. i guess a lot of people uh, you know have this thing uh, if they follow like you know 108 or 108 number mm-hmm. so if you if you have noticed like when we do the japa the malas the tulsi yeah, yeah, mala yeah, yeah, yeah right they usually like uh, 108 beats yeah. so uh, uh, they say like what i have read or what i know is there some kind of a mathematical uh, explanation to you know uh, to the whole thing because the distance between the moon sorry this is the earth and the sun uh, okay you know the diameter and stuff some mathematical thing you know is it, it counts to 108 and uh, and you know like it's kind of the whole cosmos which comes together and uh, even we have like 108 uh, nadis or the prana uh, yeah. you know in yeah in our body so considering like it's a very auspicious number and uh, even when you do sun salutations you follow the 108 mm-hmm. uh, you know so probably because of all these things 108 is considered as very auspicious some things are really beyond explanation uh, you have to kind of just believe in them and probably you can really realize it when you practice them like you cannot put logic into everything that we do right so <laughs> so i'm sure like the mahan yogis or the spiritual people yeah. who were there they would have probably realized this that 10 had 108 has some kind of a deep connection with yoga and perhaps okay. they would have uh, brought this into the system mm-hmm. so for me i uh, you know i feel that uh, it of course has a lot of uh, positive impact it will surely okay. not have anything negative but always a positive impact so okay. i think it's it's a good thing to follow 108 especially into yoga when you're doing some kind of breathing technique or pranayam or you know the sun salutations and not kind okay. of really going too much into a logic key, you know sure. why why it is or why it is not yeah yeah there yeah. is always its and but so yeah it's so okay. yeah yeah that's something what. <laughs> which i'm learning today really thankful yeah. for you <laughs> so i would like to ask you like uh, it's really interesting question and many of them have this question like do i have to be vegetarian or vegan to practice yoga okay i'll i'll really give you a give you a classic example which is mine okay so before yeah. yoga i i i so i belong from the coastal part of karnataka where yeah. uh, fish is a staple diet okay and uh, though i'm though i'm like born and raised brahmin but because of the okay. the culture and everything 
uh, we eat we used to eat fish okay and so we okay. used to be a non vegetarian i started thinking about fish right now like uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when yoga happened like when i went to rishikesh for my practice okay. uh, one month we were not supposed to eat even onions and uh, garlic oh so yeah so that was the time when i kind of quit eating non vegetarian even even i don't consume eggs now so i'm a pure vegetarian right now so but then if you have imagined that so many years of my life i have been a non vegetarian but because of practice yeah. of yoga uh i it was a, it wasn't forceful it it just happened you know because i didn't feel like okay. now my justification to this is that i didn't wanted my body to be nourished by some other animal by killing some other living being you know okay Okay. So that is my justification and I okay. always try to propagate this that we have so many options right vegetarian options so why do you really have to uh, nourish yourself uh, with some other uh, some other creature killing some other creature so that's my justification but uh, yoga does not demand anything like that that uh, you you have to be a vegetarian or vegan okay like the practice of yoga is very simple and it's not at all like you know demanding ki you have to be something okay. uh, something like this but then perhaps if you want to have a deeper level of insight or a deeper level of practice there perhaps it is advice to uh, you know when it comes to satvik food which we were talking about okay. right so satvik food doesn't include non vegetarian diet okay so yeah so if you want to you know probably uh, practice that then vegetarian being a vegetarian is a great way of doing it and uh, it was also said that you actually become what you eat right like for example if you if you eat a very spicy uh, food like okay. and you eat just salads or you just eat vegetables see how you feel just exactly, observe yeah. your body how you feel yeah, there's yeah. a lot of difference right yes, yes. like if you're eating uh, meat and if you're eating a vegetarian food you feel a lot of difference is lethargy there is like tiredness you feel very yes. uh, you know like lazy but mm-hmm. if you eat vegetarian food you feel in a very different way you are lively you are very energetic so it's yeah. all about that okay. so you you have one has to decide how you want to feel and then you know <laughs> and then there are different dimensions to it you know because we can okay. go on and on but uh, it's yeah. your personal choice what you really want okay. to uh decide and it's up to you but if you ask me i i i'm really happy okay. being a vegetarian right now and uh, it has helped me it has definitely helped me a lot Okay so do you really meet these kind of people like who even practices yoga and also eats non vegetarian food like yes yes there are a lot of people okay. so yeah. is there any change evident in them like uh, i mean to say uh, like uh, yeah i yeah i actually know couple of them but then i really do not want to kind of bring up uh, you know much about it because i just said it's their personal choice but what yeah. i feel is that there are people who practice yoga and they still are non vegetarians but you can always see that you know the kind of uh, uh, you know interactions that you have with people okay. the kind of thought processes they have uh, it's it's very different okay. you know so this it's it's all subtle things rohit you know it's it's yeah. it's not very evident it is it, these are all subtle things in uh, uh, in yoga or in your life so okay. when you interact with people you can really make out like you know like for example how you react to a situation can actually change if you are a vegetarian or non vegetarian or the kind of food that you eat because 
if i if i am like uh, loaded with you know uh, meat or if i'm loaded with something which is very heavy the way probably i would react would be very different to way i would have reacted if i have not eaten that because right. my uh, you know my uh, probably my anger increases or you know i might be in a situation where i don't know how to respond to things i might get really agitated with stuff so you can Absolutely. find those kind of a differences maybe not too much but then yes yeah. in a certain way you everything. can like yeah and people right. who do not practice yoga and they are non vegetarians that difference is a lot i i honestly i i know people uh, in fact i know people in my family itself you know <laughs> who kind of react i am a vegetarian i have been eating from my childhood and uh-huh. recently like the past last one year uh, i wasn't eating so i could feel that uh, change like so it is really evident but somehow how like uh, i used started to miss that food again i even started <laughs> to eat again so it's all about choice as you said rightly yeah yeah but so and we are very intelligent enough to make those choices right so exactly exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. many of them might give this a uh, reason but now the story is clear no more excuses <laughs> 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 they also like sadguru says like uh, you know what he says is that uh, every animal uh, carries a certain dna right so yeah. whatever you eat you become that like you eat a banana then banana banana uh-huh. becomes you right yeah. so if you eat a goat or if you eat a uh, you know a chicken mm-hmm. the dna kind of gets into your dna and then in a subtle way it kind of alters everything yeah So, you know and there are scientific evidences to that it's not something just a gyan but then there are scientific scientific evidences to still we are very fortunate like in india we just have like chicken or a, a mutton kind of thing uh, yeah. not a pork not beef so we are really fortunate that western <laughs> culture eats like a different kind of food yeah yeah and yeah. like health wise also also it is not recommended like when they say mm. red meat it is high in calorie and it, yeah. it kind of creates heart diseases and all right So yeah I think vegetarian diet is the best. <laughs> okay. We are at the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that but then perhaps it's my own personal experience yeah. and uh, yeah so yeah. Okay, lastly I would like to ask you how one can reach to you for all the coaching you provide. It's very easy. You can just give me a call, <laughs> and I can give I can give you all all the information that you need. But uh, yeah, honestly speaking, I think I mentioned Bodhi Tree uh, some time back, right? So I think I would really like to talk about it a little bit. So I I started teaching yoga post my uh, you know teachers training and everything, and I've been teaching for last uh, two three two years now. But uh, Bodhi Tree is something which has uh, happened a few months back, wherein uh, we have come together, like the two of us have come together, okay. and uh, we have uh, started this company. It's a wellness company, wellness and an activity company, which uh, provides different kind of wellness solutions and activities to corporates, to colleges, okay. schools, clubs, and everywhere. You know, like all the places possibly that we can. so okay. we have everything like yoga and meditation we have music we have dance uh, uh, we do a lot of corporate engagements employee engagement okay. activities so the main reason so we have two things here first is we are creating a platform for all the artists around india where they can come together and uh, you know teach people teach more and more people and okay. they also get a platform to kind of really uh, exhibit their skills and their talent 
secondly uh, secondly we want to reach as i said earlier we want to reach to the masses and to uh, create awareness about the benefits of uh, having things like this uh, in the, in their lives Mm-hmm. so this is the main aim of uh, bodhi tree we also want to kind of uh, reach out at different levels wherever we can and uh, it's it's been a wonderful journey until now and uh, it really gives a lot of happiness because uh, nice. you're doing something which you really love doing nice. and uh, people are benefited out of it so yes. i'm really hopeful that you know a lot of people uh, get benefited by bodhi tree Mm-hmm. and uh, we are able to reach as many as people that we can and provide okay. the necessary education or uh, you know the wellness programs that we okay. have with us okay so this is not limited to pune itself you are uh, available to yeah. go around places yeah around yeah, just, yes yeah. so you have uh, any kind of website for bodhi tree yeah we do have so it is www.bodhitree.org.in Okay, I'll put that in description too, so the people can just communicate yeah, on that. Sure, yes, sure. Yes. Yeah, great. So this was all from this episode. It was really a great episode, Gayatri. This was really a flexible episode, as I said in my intro. Thank uh-huh. you for guiding us all through the meaning of healthy life and inspiring or motivating us too. Thank you so Certainly. much, Rohit. Thanks for uh, you know, thanks for approaching me, and I hope that uh, a lot of people listen to your podcast. Sure. and uh, they try to you know inculcate yoga in their lives <laughs> yeah yeah certainly it will bring lot of change and you kind of have like a ready made uh, questions like all the answers to yoga and life so it's really <laughs> helpful for you too and thank you once again and we wish you thank great you. success for your future endeavors thank you so thank much thank you so much wish you good luck yeah. too bye bye thank you thank you bye certainly a great episode it was and remember one thing start flexing your muscles on yoga mat rather than in bed that even applies to me thank you for listening to the entire piece of episode we will be coming up with the new and exciting episodes in coming days till then stay tuned and goodbye